0: We'll pay you $3,000 if you let us interview you. And so, I mean, money makes the world go around. So, of course, she said yes.
1: Hey, and welcome back to The Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on all consumable content in the world. I'm Colin.
0: And I'm John. And today we're going to be talking about the movie Halloween 2018 so this is the newer Halloween movie that came out not the first two if you listen to last week's episode you got to hear us talk about the first two Halloween movies and how we think that they both can be related to this movie so we're going to get a little bit more into that today as well because this movie is the one that if there are changes to be made to make it canon this is the movie that that would happen in Yeah, And and really not
1: that many changes Only like a a couple lines of dialogue
0: Yeah, and that's it Just like last week and for all future episodes If you are listening to this And you have not seen The movie that we're going to talk about Which today is Halloween from 2018 Remember we will be including spoilers About things that happen in this movie So if you don't want it to be spoiled for you Maybe go watch the movie first And then come on back and listen to this episode then you'll know what's going on anyway, because we kind of jump a little bit all over the place sometimes. We don't really have a set train of thought. We just kind of go off of notes that we've taken and things that we want to talk about that relate to the movie. So, enjoy! John, if you could give
1: a brief synopsis, non-spoilers summary before we get into the spoilers, to give people a chance to see if they want to go see this movie from three years ago,
0: how would you sum it up? So, this movie takes place after the events of halloween one and in our opinion maybe halloween two depending on how you look at it
1: you're either right or you're wrong and
0: sure and technically (laughs) if we're going by what the books say we're wrong but we're right it's fine we're right it's all good but this movie (laughs) takes place after the events of that by 40 years michael myers is still alive shocker i know and he is still fascinated with Laurie Strode, who is the girl that is played by Jamie Lee Curtis in the first two movies, as well as this one. And his goal is still to kill her. Yeah, this uh, movie is about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my goal with this short summary every week is to make them as terribly not helpful as possible. Because I just think it's fun to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, here, here's I will mine. say. I will Um, say
0: that one of mine was more helpful than the two that I gave last week. Oh, this Um, this
1: is the only one that I've prepared. Are you ready? All right, bring it on. Michael Myers escapes from prison and decides, I'm just going to go around killing people, and then remembers Laurie Strode.
0: Oh, so your summary for this one is the same as the summary for Halloween 1. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Love it. (laughs) That's true, because it's the same thing, just later in life.
1: So, real quick before we get into the movie. This movie, when it was announced, was announced to be a trilogy. And I I can't remember, and I haven't done the research, so, you know, I'm doing great. I don't remember if they were announcing it as the end of the Halloween series. Like, if this will be a series finale, like, definitive ending at the end of this trilogy or not. But this movie was made with the intention of two other movies being made after it. And honestly... It does not feel like that. This movie does an excellent job at feeling like a standalone, it-being-its-own-thing movie. Obviously, the story could continue afterward, sure, but it feels like a very standalone, independent movie.
0: It does. I feel like if you're a person who has not seen the first two Halloween movies and you went in and saw this one, you would maybe miss out on some of the connections to those movies, but I don't think it would inhibit you from enjoying the movie and actually being very scared by it and still thinking of it as its own complete movie like if you didn't know that the first two existed there might be a couple things like just conversations that laurie has about the boogeyman michael myers from her past that might not make a whole lot of sense but aside from that this movie really does stand on its own yep (laughs) so i think that's really cool so when you say trilogy you mean like this one and two more after it not this one being a yeah. third movie of a trilogy no with the first so
1: two. this in the remake continuation series thing I, I forget what they're calling it it was halloween halloween kills and then the next one will be halloween ends okay cool
0: and halloween i didn't ends realize comes that in
1: 2022 or 2023 one
0: of the two okay cool that's not something i actually re- knew i um I knew Halloween Kills was coming out, which is part of the reason why we wanted to do the Halloween movies, is in anticipation of Halloween Kills. So next week, you're going to be hearing us talk about Halloween Kills, because it has come out, and we will be seeing it before we record our podcast for next week.
1: And don't worry, we won't be doing only horror movies, we just really like horror movies, so there's going to be quite a few.
0: We do, and And it's October!
1: October. Yeah, Spooktober. Spooktober. The yeah, at our time fest. of recording
0: this, we're in the middle of October and Halloween is soon, so we're in horror movie mode. So, there will yeah. be other genres and other topics and things like that. Just right now, bear with us while we indulge ourselves with the spooky spooky times that Michael Myers gives us.
1: And also we we like horror movies. So, you're going to be hearing about yes. horror movies.
0: Yeah. That's true. We do like <laughs> horror movies. All
1: right. So, uh, should we get into the movie then? Talk about Sure. It. Talk through it. Sure. Let's do it. Let's so, John, tell me about your initial thoughts when seeing the first few scenes in this movie.
0: The first few scenes in this movie made me realize how far we've come, technology-wise, effect-wise, storytelling-wise, I feel like, from the 1980s. That's not to say that Halloween 1 and 2 aren't good movies. You'll, you, They're, they're can... definitely
1: of their generation, though.
0: Yes, and you can hear us talk about that from last week's episode, so I'm not going to get into the details of what our thoughts are on those two but in general this movie has a really well thought out soundtrack with a lot of odes to those first two movies and the music that was used in them it's got a lot of death There's lots uh, of a lot of death correct much more than either of the first two movies and it's a fair share of blood lots of blood lots of blood Not lots oody. of killing I thought that just starting at the beginning in that first scene of this movie, there's these reporters that are going to the hospital asylum prison place that Michael Myers is being kept and they want to meet with him and try and talk to him and get him to actually speak because if you haven't seen the Halloween movies, Michael Myers does not speak. He doesn't. And he hasn't for the 40 years he's been in prison. But they still go and they try to get him to talk and they pull out his mask from that Halloween night in 1978. They pull out the mask that he wore then and hold it up. And the music that happens, just the sound effects on the music and the way that the other inmates start reacting because of like just the disturbing, deranged, like murderous vibe that they get when this mask is shown with Michael Myers right next to it was kind of terrifying to me. I was like, what the heck is happening already in this movie? Because nothing, nothing was happening. They were all just standing there, but it still freaked me out, and I thought it was really cool how they did that.
1: So the first time I saw this movie, I was a scare actor at Halloween Horror Nights and was dressed as Michael Myers in the Halloween 4 house that they had that year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And me and a group of friends who were all in that house decided to go see this movie before going into work. Oh. (laughs) And it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Though, that being said, this is the only scene in the movie that made me go, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be good or not. Okay. Just because having the mask out and having all the inmates freak out and go bizarre is kind of a weird way to, like, do that. Like, it's a weird addition to the story, but given the weird things that the Halloween series has done in the past, it's more than fine. The one thing that I was nervous about was whether or not they would show Michael's face. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad they obscured it and didn't show it, because I think you only see it in this movie for as much as you see it in maybe the, the original Halloween movie.
0: Yeah, which is not much, and it's, like, parts of it. It's not ever, like, his full face.
1: Yeah, so they do a very good job at keeping the mystique of Michael Myers. And for someone like you who hasn't seen the Halloween movies up until now, it's good to hear that that reaction wasn't, oh, this is silly, but was, oh, this is terrifying. Because, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I really like that first scene, actually. I thought it was a really cool, cool start. I like (laughs) that despite the fact that movie intro credits aren't used a whole lot anymore especially like the long form intro credits aren't used they still use them because that was an ode to all of the halloween movies just having Mm -hmm. the same font the same legitimate style of all of it was very very cool so i like having the pumpkin
1: come back to life from a rotting corpse into a a jack-o'-lantern i thought that was pretty cool the pumpkin is something that is in all the halloween movies like, it's, yeah. it's part of the identity of a mm-hmm. Halloween movie. And I hope, I really hope that they continue that with Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends.
0: I feel like they would. I don't know why they would change that at this point. I feel like it would feel weird if it was not included at this point, so... Right. I'm assuming they will.
1: I'm also curious to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Because they've already done, zooming in on the, on the jack-o'-lantern in the original movie, the second movie they go into the jack-o'-lantern right
0: yeah i think so
1: and so in this one it goes from decomposed to back to life i wonder what this halloween kills one is gonna be
0: i don't know i'm sure we'll talk about it next week though (laughs) that's true So we'll see the next thing i wrote was just three thousand dollars for an interview i'd do that too and that is talking about (laughs) the fact that these two reporters that went to see Michael Myers now are going to try and talk to Laurie Strode, who in this movie, because of the trauma and the crazy things that she had to endure from the first two Halloween movies or the first one, if that's how you want to go about it. I'm just going to keep saying the first two because that's my brain and that's my mindset yep. because of all the Which horrors, is the that correct she had... mindset. Yeah, the correct <laughs> one. But because of all the horrors and trauma that she endured from those movies, she is now very cautious. She has this, like,
1: bunker in the woods. The the locks on her door are almost at the level that they could have acne symbols written on them.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it's fair. Michael Myers is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not dead. So... no, nope. Clearly, he is capable of something. He escaped from prison once in 1978. Can he do it again? Maybe. So I would be freaked out too. So she lives alone in this house, and these two reporters are going to try and speak to her, but she is not going to want to do that. So they're like, we'll pay you $3,000 if you let us interview you. And so, I mean, money makes the world go around. So of course she said yes. Oh, and then my next note says, the fact that Lori lives like this is crazy, but also I'm kind of not surprised. Like we just said, it is kind of crazy the lifestyle that she's living but given her Oh past. yeah, no.
1: She becomes a complete badass in this movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll be right back. I gotta <laughs> unplug my my, um, my echo because apparently it's not connected to the internet. Okay, so I was in the middle of saying something and I don't remember what it was.
1: I really like how the experiences that Laurie goes through in the first two movies really changes her as a person because in the first movie, she's really not super assertive. You know doesn't push forward doesn't you know really
0: she doesn't really (laughs) seem like she's going anywhere with life she's just kind of living it
1: so the experiences that she's gone through yeah they're they're quite terrible and in the first movie you have her getting attacked and then saved and then the guy runs away and she goes to the hospital thinking you know what that sucked but i'm going to the hospital i'm scared but i'm at the hospital And then the hospital gets completely destroyed, and stabbed to death, and blood-drained to death. And so now, she is a shotgun-wielding, doomsday-prepping badass, who's kinda lost her marbles. And her kids, as it turns out, because we find out in the interview that she lost custody of her daughter when she was, what, 12? 13?
0: Something like that. Very young, yeah.
1: And then we finish the interview, and go to meet the daughter.
0: We do. We get to meet Laurie's daughter, Karen, and we also get to meet Karen's daughter, Allison, and Allison's dad, who I don't remember
1: the name of. And Allison is kind of our main character for the movie.
0: Yeah, she really is. She kind of fills in the Laurie Strode role from the first Halloween movie, almost, in terms of high school girl who's important in said horror movie, and they happen to be related. So, Allison... Got accepted into the honor society at her school, and she is really wanting to celebrate that with her family, including her grandmother, including Laurie. But her mom is very, very hesitant of that. Karen does not think that having Laurie around is a good idea.
1: That is putting it very lately.
0: She's yes, very opposed <laughs> a to very, the fact. It's <laughs> a very light way of putting it, for sure. Yeah.
1: Wow, not a fan. She's no. not a fan. I'm a fan. I think she's doing great, especially based off of what her character would have had to endure.
0: Yeah. So after that conversation between Allison and Karen, we get to a scene where we see Laurie out of her house. And Allison sees Laurie and they chat. And I just, I did not expect Laurie to be out of her house, like, at all this movie, if I'm being honest. I didn't think it was going to happen.
1: I don't know if you noticed as well, but when they're talking in the high school, they're talking about fate again. And that's the same time that Michael Myers sees Laurie when she's in school. They're doing a lesson on fate.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so Laurie shows
1: shows up the same way that Michael Myers does. There are a ton of Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah. And a lot are subtle and easy to miss. Mm -hmm. And not not just related to Halloween 1 or Halloween 2, but we'll, we'll get there later.
0: Okay, cool. My next note says, dang, Laurie is a good shot. And I think this is when she's in, like, her Oh, she's just man- gone through
1: gun montage mode?
0: <laughs> I just think it was, like, her weird creepy mannequin <clears throat> graveyard place where she, like, shot them all up, no problem. So I was like, dang, wow, okay,
1: cool. Yeah, no, I saw that and no, was man- like, all right, this is going to be a set piece for a horror segment later on in the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, one other thing that's actually really important is when the two reporters are in their interview with Michael Myers the very one-sided interview they had, we learn that Michael is going to be transported to Mm. a different place in the coming days, which is very important for what happens next in the movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Laurie decides to have a drink.
0: Yeah, she does. In a car, which is never a good combination. Yep. But the next scene really is about Michael's transport. So we see... Michael being taken onto a transport vehicle, chained down. His doctor refuses to not go on this vehicle with him because he's like, until he is at the new facility, he is my patient, so I will see him there myself. So they get in the vehicle, and we do see Laurie in her truck, truck, car, in her vehicle with some alcohol and a gun just hanging out watching this transport vehicle leave the prison. And when I watched this the first time, the first time I only watched it once, but when I watched this I wrote the note, why is Laurie at the prison when they're taking him to the new place? And we do find out later why. So we'll get there. (laughs) But that was my note at the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first time I saw this and every single time I see this all I could think is, hmm what's gonna happen next? (laughs) And I mean, granted there was a part of me that thought, is she there to Help guard the transport, like as a anti hero, but that would be a weird direction for this movie to take. So I was like, hmm, that's not going to go well.
0: Yeah, the bigger part of me was initially thinking something along those lines. I was like, maybe she's just going to like tail it in case something goes wrong because she's a very paranoid, worried person, specifically about Michael Myers. So that would kind of make sense in my mind, actually. As long as they didn't, like, turn that into the whole story of her following this vehicle. Which, it turns out, that doesn't happen anyway. So, it doesn't matter. Instead of following this transport vehicle, the next scene we see Laurie coming to dinner. The dinner that we didn't think she was allowed to go to. We didn't think Mom was going to let her go. And they don't really make it clear whether or not mom was expecting her to be there or Mom not. was not expecting her she to be there. She doesn't make it seem no. like she was expecting her. She was, she was so, not.
1: It was, it was 100% Allison that said, hey, by the way, dinner. And she went, oh, your mom didn't say anything about that, but okay.
0: Yeah, but even after, like, the conversation between Laurie and Allison, I didn't think Laurie was going to come to dinner. Mm. So it surprised me when she did show up. I thought it was going to be another one of those... You said you were going to talk to her. Why didn't you talk to her? Now she's not going to come, and I legitimately thought she wasn't going to come.
1: She really does care about her family, though. For as I know. Misguided as it can be due to the trauma that she's gone through. Mm-hmm. Lori's a good... Lori, Lori's a caring... <laughs> yes. Parent and ...grandparent.
0: Yeah. It's just not in the way that her family wants her to be, because they aren't as worried as she is about... Michael Myers.
1: And speaking of which, we don't really get to meet Laurie's husband or Karen's dad, which leads more into the allowing Halloween two to be canon, because mm-hmm. you just assume that the doctor guy might have made it. Or might not have, doesn't matter, but you get a connection to Halloween two if he did. When he leaned on his car and then car horned and then Lori knocked him over. He might have lived.
0: My assumption watching it was that he did die, but who knows? He might not have.
1: It's just a way to neat, nice little way to tie in Halloween too. Anyway, yeah, Laurie is not having a good night. She shows up no. to the dinner party and has to be taken outside because she's a little distraught.
0: Yep. And we don't really go too deep into conversation in that scene with Laurie, but we know that she's not happy. And in the next main scene, we see that the transport vehicle that had Michael Myers on it has crashed. Oh no. Shocker, I know. Michael what? Myers
1: escaped? How?
0: Conflict. God, no. <laughs> what, what the um, plot? Yeah, that one, that was definitely an obvious thing yeah. to have in the movie. They did not try and keep you guessing on what was going to happen next at uh, all. They, did,
1: they just got it out of the way.
0: They could have. They could have tried to make it a little more elaborate in terms of Michael Myers being free. But this was an easier way and that gives them more time, I think, to have him be free instead of trying to spend half the movie getting him out of jail. So, even though it was obvious and kind of cliche in terms of that way, I'm not mad at it because it gave us more time with Michael Myers out there doing the stuff that he does. Yeah.
1: So we have this uh, dad talking to his son driving along, and the dad wants to go hunting, and the son wants to do dance class. And it's... Uh, it's
0: like, good for this kid wanted to do dance class. Yeah, but, like,
1: I... The second that you, like, put wholesomeness into a movie like this, I have a I have a hard time getting attached to the characters. And so the dad goes looking, because they come across the crash, walking all around, and then uh, the kid decides to go looking. And so the kid is looking for his dad, comes across a cop that decides to jump up suddenly and yell, Don't shoot! when being pointed at with a shotgun. So he gets shot. Because it's a
0: scared kid. So <laughs> yeah. clearly he's gonna shoot.
1: Yeah, one hundred right. Well not only that, but the guy just leaps up and yells, Don't shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no no
0: sudden movements are bad when guns are pointed at you. That's yeah. never a good time, good good yeah. thing.
1: And I was fully expecting this kid to to like run away to the cops or the cops to show up and the kid like the cops to save this kid. No. Michael Myers brutally murders this kid.
0: I did not think the kid was gonna die. Because it's a kid, and usually, even usually in, scary movies, in scary movies, small yeah. children don't get murdered.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he, he died rough.
0: Like in Halloween 2, there's a scene where Michael Myers is standing in a nursery room with a bunch of babies, and I was like, those babies are fine. Mm-hmm. He's not going to kill babies, and he doesn't. So- they're all fine. This time, the kid was not fine poor kid just wanted to go to dance class so that did surprise me that really did next scene we see Aaron and Gina those are the two reporters that's their names I remember that now because I wrote it down hey look
1: at you taking notes
0: and they stop at a gas station to fill up on gas and to use the bathroom so because Michael Myers escaped he needs his mask and we know where his mask is it's with these two reporters because they brought it to him before. going
1: in, going into this movie at the very beginning I thought that they were going to be our main characters. I thought me too. we were, I thought we were going to be following their story. I thought we were going to be following them through the trilogy. Yeah, uh, me too. They are interesting characters. They have a fun dynamic going on and they die brutal.
0: Yeah, no. Was not ready. Was not ready for them to die. I thought they would last a lot longer than that cuz they seemed so important starting off. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to follow them. That's good. So this was a good twist. I think the movie did a good job of kind of throwing me off here because I was like, oh, we're going to follow them. They talk to the two main characters, Mm -hmm. so they're going to last. They get, you said it, brutally, brutally murdered.
1: And we get to really see the intensity of Michael Myers, too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's also got that, like, quirky, fun way of killing people in his mind, I assume, Kind of like how okay. in the original Halloween movie, he throws a sheet over himself and puts on a pair of sunglasses and stands there like a chill ghost for a minute. Yeah. He just decides, I'm going to make it rain teeth. I'm just going to drop these teeth mm-hmm. for, for no reason other than dramatic effect. He's Michael Myers. He can just run in and stab someone or walk in and stab someone because he doesn't do any mm-hmm. running. But wow, yeah. he is graphically intense in these yeah, uh, no. murders of the reporters.
0: Yeah, this movie is very brutal. Well, oh, I'm all I for it. Of... It feels like a modern al-
1: horror movie, but...
0: Yeah. And I kind of said this earlier, like, right at the top, but this movie definitely takes, like, a big step forward with that brutality, I think. Because they have the ability to. They have the budget for it. They have the uh, technology for it. They can do pretty much whatever they want. And Michael it matches Hire. modern yes. movies when it comes to and it does, how graphic
1: they can be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, the very clearly recently pulled out teeth. I'm assuming of the person who was working in the the gas station. station. His teeth. Just doing that, that's graphic. Choking Gina, the female reporter, to death in a bathroom stall. Brutal. Awful. Pummeling a guy with a crowbar that he tried to use first, but failed with. uh, uh, To kill him. Really rough way to go. Yeah. And then just leaving them there. And yeah, doing all that without running. And showing, yet again, that Michael Myers doesn't need to have his signature knife to kill. And that yeah. he doesn't need really any reason to kill, except yeah, he d- that he
1: he, d- d- he, d- d- he, 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 he uses the knife just because he wants to. But I also really like how throughout this entire scene, which is both a long scene and a very like detailed scene, a shot, a whole bunch of different angles, Michael Myers' face is still obscured throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's brilliant.
0: Oh, it's awesome. And I mean, at this point, he does have his mask, which is good.
1: Does he? No, he gets it after this fight, because then he goes into their trunk. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, you're right. And then, after this, we don't have to worry so much about obscuring his face, because he does get to grab his mask out of their trunk.
1: Which looks Um, just as scary as always.
0: Honestly, it looks looks kind of scarier, because it is aged 40 years, so now it's all crackly and, like, disformed. They, They
1: do a good job at making a $5 Halloween mask from the 70s and 80s, Look spooky.
0: Yes, they really do. And it does look spooky.
1: After Michael Myers escapes, we are introduced to another callback to the original Halloween movie. A high school girl babysitting a young kid. And this kid was so much fun.
0: I love this kid. This kid's awesome.
1: A lot of, lot of, you know, a lot of back and forth, sni comments done in a very fun way. Uh, the kid yep. knows that Vicky is inviting her boyfriend over to smoke weed and do things. Because that's what happens in a horror movie. But you know what? Through some joking, the kid's somewhat cool with it. Doesn't really care. Mainly because Vicky's got dirt on the kid.
0: They have that understanding.
1: So then the the boyfriend shows up and they're hanging out. And suddenly the kid, whose name I can't remember, comes charging down the steps. Oh my god, the boogeyman's in my room. The boogeyman's in my room. So Vicky goes up to check. And bored, the boyfriend, goes out to the garage. Plays with an expensive motorcycle. Yep. To which then we get one of the best Michael popping out of somewhere scenes in a while where Vicky's just looking for Michael Myers, you know, or not looking for Michael Myers, looking for the boogeyman, which she knows isn't yep. there. Tucks the kid into bed. Goes to close the closet door, it's not closing. And then suddenly popping out comes Michael Myers and the brutality's back. I thought Vicky was going to survive. I thought Vicky was going to call the police.
0: Yeah, I did too. I didn't think she was going to die that quickly either. This movie does a good job of killing people too quickly, but like not too quickly. It just seems like it's too quickly. It does a good job
1: at making you unsure of who's going to live and who's going to
0: die. Yeah, it does. And that scene in particular, I, because the kid was like, he's in my room. I honestly did not think Michael Myers was going to be in his room. I didn't think that he was going to be in the closet. I thought the closet was just going to close and he was going to like walk up the stairs and do something. Also, um, but what, he was why did Michael, Michael Myers
1: closet. decide to do that?
0: Was he just going to wait it's there? Because Michael Myers, okay. I guess, yeah. All right. Michael Myers has this fascination, and we see it from the very beginning, of killing these couples that are, like, teen couples. And I think it's because it's so similar to the situation with his older sister from the first movie that, like, they have sex, they do whatever they're going to do, and then he goes and he kills them. And that happens throughout the movies. It happens in the first one. It happens in the second one. It happens in this one. That's fair. So I think that that's just kind of part of what's in his brain, in Michael's brain. Because otherwise, there would be no reason to go into this house at all. Yeah. So, I think that might be a part of it. Again, I don't know. I'm not Michael Myers. Thank God. But anyway, so
1: Vicky, who I thought was gonna live, dies just as her boyfriend is charging up the steps. He goes to fight Michael Myers and also dies.
0: Yeah. My next line is, oh man, and Dave's against the wall, because he is knifed into a wall and stuck there yeah uh,
1: just like in uh, the first movie yep another callback again tons of easter eggs
0: except this knife is through the neck instead of the body which I think is so much (laughs) worse (laughs) yeah Um, I'm like oh that's gross the next note I have is about the next scene the sheriff is driving around with Dr. Sartain, this movie's version of Dr. Loomis. Which is even and...
1: brought up by the first time that they bump into Lori. She looks at him and goes, oh, you're the new Loomis. Which, as another yep. tie-in to Halloween 2, Loomis dies in Halloween 2. In Halloween 4, they say he didn't, but in Halloween 2, he did. Yep. If you assume that Loomis was teaching people... This makes total sense. It explains why Loomis is not in this movie, aside from the fact that the actor is no longer with us.
0: Yeah. Which I think in real life, even if he hadn't died in Halloween two, he would not be alive at this point. Because he's probably like in his sixties in the first two. No, movies. but it,
1: it does a good job of explaining yes. why this character would be engrossed in Michael Myers as much.
0: Yeah, definitely. So they find Michael Myers. They kill Michael Myers the sheriff and the doctor do Mm -hmm. yeah he's just walking down the
1: street after brutally murdering a couple people while they're trick-or-treating and trick or treating's going on speaking of which by the way while this trick-or-treat night's happening we see three kids go walking by with plastic cheap masks and these three masks are the masks from halloween 3 just another easter egg callback i know you haven't seen that movie okay but let me tell you it is the weirdest of the halloween movies
0: okay and the only halloween movie not to feature michael myers Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah.
1: So while all this murdering during trick or treats happening and Michael Myers' escape is becoming more and more evident to the citizens of Hattonfield, there is a high school dance going on where Allison and her boyfriend are attending the dance, dressed as Bonnie and Clyde, but couples swap reversed. And they're, you know, they're at the party, they're hanging out with their other friend who's third wheeling along. And Allison gets a phone call that she has to take from her grandmother and her boyfriend because he decided to drink and is just a not-great person in general. uh, Starts making out with this other girl, and Allison gets mad about it, and he comes over to talk to her about it, and he's obviously drunk and decides to take her phone and throw it into a bowl of pudding. So now Allison is without a phone and decides to leave her crummy ex now at the dance and their friend decides to go with her and they're walking down and he decides that this is his moment and the perfect time to start hitting on her and to try and kiss her to which they decide to split up from that point and she decides that she's going to go walking home on her own and he unfortunately crossed paths with michael myers yeah And I thought this kid was, again, another character who was safe and was going Mm -hmm. to be, maybe not in the next movie, but would make it through this movie. Yeah. And he ends up impaled on his jaw on a fence and dies. Yeah. Probably one of the most graphic deaths in this whole movie.
0: I would say so. I would say that it definitely was one of, like, the toughest ones to look at yeah just shot wise which is good because that means they did a good job and i it's just it was another moment where the absolute brutality of michael myers in this movie blew me away
1: yeah so at this point she sees she screams she runs and mm-hmm. she's seen by the sheriff and the new loomis driving down the street where they decide to confront michael myers
0: yeah, she runs into the sheriff and the doctor, and they get her into the cop car just to keep her safe. And the two of them see Michael Myers, and they do end up killing Michael Myers.
1: Oh, the sheriff says, so does. we
0: think. The sheriff kills Michael Myers, and the doctor is like... Yeah,
1: Michael Myers is 100% dead.
0: Yeah, definitely. But the doctor is really kind of upset by this. Because the doctor just has this fascination with Michael Myers. So the doctor does something that I really didn't think the doctor was going to do. And the doctor kills Sheriff Hawkins. Just flat out kills him. Not a very doctorly thing to do, I know. This
1: guy, he's like Loomis in that he's obsessed, but he's kind of like not good obsessed. Yeah. Dr. Loomis was all set to kill a 19-year-old who was just walking down the street and happened to have the same scary mask. This guy, uh-huh. full-on, wants to reunite Lori and Michael and let them see each other to the end. And yep. it does leads to some odd behavior. This was another moment, the first time I saw it, that felt weird. And I'm still not 100% yeah. sure if I like it, but with everything else that this movie does good, I'm okay with it.
0: No, I'm okay with it because, I mean, it is a twist, and I, it caught me off guard. And it did the effect it was supposed to do, so that was cool. So he shoves... Supposed corpse of Michael Myers in the back of this car next to Allison. After putting on the mask. After putting on Michael's mask himself to see how it feels. To see what Michael can see. Um, which again, very creepy, very weird. I mean, and it um, kind
1: of leans into, is it the mask that's making Michael this way or not? And uh, we find out not.
0: Yeah, we do find out not. But the one thing we forgot to mention about why he killed the sheriff is because he wanted to... F- feel what it was like to kill someone to feel how Michael feels, to see if he feels the same way Michael would feel about killing someone, or if he would have some more, like, remorse or guilt or something about it. And he kind of talks about that, too.
1: Fun headcanons I remember hearing is that this guy was actually another inmate in that asylum and managed to get into doctor's uniform and go around all that. Granted, there's a lot of liberties and, like, things that it wouldn't be. But the idea is that this guy is legitimately crazy, escaped, Mm -hmm. and still involved himself in it. Okay. And that's one of the reasons why he was as off as he was.
0: Interesting. That's an interesting headcanon.
1: But, I mean, granted, again, you'd have to retcon a couple of things and explain how this guy got a doctor's license and degree and clearances and all that other stuff. Sure. But, kind of explains why he was as not okay as he was.
0: Yeah, definitely. So now the doctor is driving to Laurie's house with pulseless Michael Myers and terrified, freaked out Allison in the back seat, yep. next to each other.
1: And then we cut and to two police officers having a good old time talking about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bow, bow. Is that what they're talking about? What what, what meal is the other guy, the guy? One guy is trying to convince the other guy to have a, a not a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
0: Oh, I don't remember.
1: But I, I just remember hearing this conversation, and I, I, I was having a great time. I was laughing, and all I could think is, yeah. "Oh, these guys are not making it."
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I, these I, guys, I was these like, guys "Oh, are cannon yeah,
1: they're they're
0: they drew the short straw. They're stuck outside the murder house. I don't know what to do for they're them. They're stuck
1: outside the murder house. Michael Myers is literally on his way. That they can see the car driving towards them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They see it stop." They see the ensuing scuffle.
0: Yep. They decide which, to investigate. what a scuffle, man. Oh. What a scuffle. Brutal.
1: That's going to be the key word of, of this review.
0: Entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. He steps on Doctor's head to kill him. And Doctor's squish. head... Squish. Just, you know, squish. It squishes. And...
1: Like full on, like a pumpkin.
0: Yeah. And they give us the full squish. Which... Gross. Yeah. So that was super. But yeah, so these two, you know sandwich-loving cops drive on over. They're like, what's going on here? What? The door's open. Huh? And then magic. Michael Myers is behind them.
1: (gasps) And Allison decides, you know what? I'm not going to stick around. I'm just going to run into the woods, which, you know what?
0: She runs into the
1: woods. Good, Good for you, Allison. Correct.
0: Yeah. One thing that I don't get in all of these Michael Myers movies is why do they all stop running? Michael Myers doesn't run.
1: Well, Allison stops running because she ends up in the scary, creepy mannequin area, which at night is horrifying.
0: Mannequin Graveyard is a terrible place to be at night.
1: And then she notices the house and runs to the house. So that's why Allison does that in this movie. But no, otherwise, I completely agree.
0: And I will say, Laurie's house is insane and really impressive at the same time.
1: She has spent all of her money setting up this house.
0: Yeah, And it's probably and... money
1: that she got from the state due to the fact that Michael Myers escaped from a penitentiary or asylum the first time and wreaked havoc on her life. So I can, yeah. I, I assume that all of everything that was paid, paid for in this house, because there is quite a lot of very expensive stuff in this house, oh, yeah. was paid for by the suing of the state that rightfully happened that is not canon whatsoever or in these movies, but I just assume mm-hmm. happened because...
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) who cares who's going to talk about money, but we all know it's there. But one thing we did not mention is after Michael Myers escapes from the transport vehicle, Laurie goes to Karen's house and is like, you guys need to come with me right now. Yep. Because Michael Myers escaped. Where's Allison? They're like, we don't know. She's at a dance. Mm -hmm. She's not here. She's with her friends. She's doing stuff, something. And she's like, "Okay, we're going to tell these cops that are here that... They need to take her to my house as soon as she gets back kind of a thing because Michael Myers has escaped. You're going to come with me to my house because it's safer there than anywhere else, which honestly is very true after seeing it. Yeah, that um,
1: that sounds like something that, like, any parent would say, but in this case, true.
0: It's very accurate, yeah. So that's why in this movie we see Karen, her husband, and Laurie all at Laurie's house. I like how we're point. just
1: referring to Karen's husband as her husband. Because, I don't know his
0: name. Well, to
1: be fair, though, it doesn't really matter all that much, because Michael Myers shows up to the house, and, and he runs out with the first person over. to die? Uh, he is the last person to die in this movie. He dies brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but he dies. Yes, he does. He and honestly, he, d- he doesn't contribute all that much other than hating on Allison's boyfriend, because he did drugs with her boyfriend's dad in high school. And just being an yep. all-around, just bumbling, I mean, you know. rude, too-kind kind of yeah. guy.
0: So, he doesn't make it. And through this whole Michael Myers being in the house scene and everything, we get to see a bunch of different rooms that are in Laurie's house. And I think that some of them are kind of boring because they're just empty rooms. But, hey, that's cool. She's the only one living in the big house that she has, so they don't need to be filled. But the mannequin room, the mannequin room is so... Yeah, you know? I wonder
1: if Michael Myers is going to be in here. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? <laughs> the fact that Michael Myers was creative enough to stuff Karen's husband's body in the closet in that room yeah. now. <laughs> to leave a blood trail over there for her to follow. Very so, well done. Good job, Michael Myers. Make it creepy.
1: And the switching of the movie from what it was to now a horrifying home invasion movie mm-hmm. for like the last 20-30 like minutes is pretty great. Michael smashing the front door and choking Laurie out, Laurie nearly dying, and then Laurie turning a shotgun around shooting it next to her face, that way she can blow off his hand. It's freaking great. Mm. I mean, it's horrifying and scary and brutal and intense, but Yeah. Tr- it it really keeps the intensity factor up and growing through the whole movie.
0: Yeah. Which, um,
1: in, in order to go from the first couple of scenes three of have teeth being dropped to now to keep that level of interest and keep that level of brutality through the whole movie. Mm -hmm. That's impressive.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it really is. Through this scene, there's lots of fight between Laurie and Michael Myers. Laurie ends up being shoved out of a window. Or, yeah, out of a window, right? Is that a window? Or is that just like a balcony?
1: Laurie gets shoved out of a window and Um, does to Michael Myers what Michael Myers does to everyone else, which is just up and disappear.
0: Yep. He looks over the side of the window. She's gone. He even turns and goes gives, like, the body expression of, son of a Yep. (laughs) It's like, wow, that's my move. And when that happens is when Allison gets to the house, and she's coming inside. She gets inside, and she's like, what the heck do I do? And we know Michael Myers is upstairs. Mm -hmm. She doesn't necessarily know that, but she's trying to find out where her mom and grandmother are. And so... Karen being locked in the safe bunker basement that is underneath the island in Laurie's kitchen opens that up to <laughs> paid let for by Allison the city. come downstairs. Yep, paid for by the city. Opens that up to let Allison back down in there because that is the safest room in the house because it's really hard to get into and that's where Laurie has her entire armory. A lot of guns. Her closet full of guns which is Crazy. So, they're down there. We see Karen, at some point, grab a rifle from the rack as well. And I just thought it was so cute that it had her initials on it. From...
1: Sorry, Biscuit saying hi. What's up, buddy? No? Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) From when she was a kid, and Laurie being the, quote-unquote, psychopathic, paranoid mother that she was, taught her young child how to shoot a rifle with... Some of the most precise aim I've ever seen a small child shoot with. So she has her own gun already. So she grabs that and she keeps that
1: with her to keep her safe. Which, by the way, it's got to be a weird time to realize that your mom was right. Yeah. Like, yeah, she didn't grow up right. And Laurie even makes the comment, hey, I'm sorry that I wasn't quite your mom, but I did prepare you for this. Mm -hmm. Or at least I tried my best to prepare
0: you for this. Like, somewhat justified. Yeah. It made me feel good for Laurie knowing that she was right after all the crap that she was given her whole life for it. Yeah. Then we get to, like, the end of this movie, pretty much. And what ends up happening is Michael realizes that they are down there in this stronghold part of the house underneath the kitchen island. And so Michael Myers and the brute strength that he somehow has breaks the island, completely breaks the island. Yep. (laughs) He just shoves it to the side with his brute strength and he starts to wait make his way down these stairs to attack karen and allison and it was it was a very suspenseful moment i was like oh crap he did that way easier than i thought he was gonna do and fight ensues they're (laughs) having their suspenseful action fight moment between like the four of them michael versus the entire strode family and it ends up, Michael gets downstairs, and everyone else gets out from downstairs. And Only after Allison
1: is being, like, dragged nearly back yeah. into the basement. And because of how intense the rest of this movie was, I wasn't 100% sure if Allison was going to make it or not.
0: Yeah. Well, and like they, of... they do
1: a really good job at making you worry about main characters and their mm-hmm. ability to
0: survive. Yeah. About making you worry about literally everybody. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the... Even though I have seen the Halloween Kills trailer mm-hmm. going in, I haven't paid that much attention to it. The only person I knew that was still alive in that movie was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. I knew that there was at least one other important character from this movie, but I could not have told you who it was while watching this movie. So I would have been not surprised if Karen or Allison had died at some point. Yeah. All I knew was that Laurie makes it. Otherwise, I feel like we would know that regardless because otherwise Halloween kills wouldn't make sense, I feel like. Yep. So, there's that. But, this crazy fight happens. Michael gets stabbed with a knife. You know, kind of as a ha-in-your-face moment because that's what he does to other people. Yep. And, (laughs) Laurie pulls this lever that's next to this opening that was underneath the island and it makes these spikes go across the opening. I I don't know if I'd call them spikes. They look
1: more like swords.
0: They do look like swords, (laughs) but they just... Ch- 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 jut across the opening so michael myers cannot escape and at the same time then all these different things throughout the house start heating up
1: and, and gas is pouring in and,
0: and gas is pouring into the house and
1: it's revealed that laurie's whole house is a death trap
0: for michael myers yeah specifically for michael myers yep and he's even looking um, up the steps like wow you tricked me but it, it, does, it is crazy to me that Laurie literally had this all planned out, like for this to be the situation. Not necessarily with her family there or with anyone in danger or with all the death that has happened throughout the movie, but this was the plan. It does make... To get him in this house and to trap him and just burn him alive, explode him with this house. We called it a murder house before, mm-hmm. but this kind of makes it le- a legit house used to murder someone
1: (laughs) and it does make sense that lori had her kid taken away
0: yes (laughs) yes it really does
1: so that the house is on fire someone comes by the pickup truck they get in the back and they're being driven to the hospital because lori's been stabbed and hurt and the other two have been through some pretty crazy trauma and going to the hospital is probably the best call and the movie ends yeah. In similar fashion to the first Ptolemy movie, the movie just ends when the fight with Michael is over.
0: Yes. The difference is, we know Michael's not dead after the first one because he's disappeared well, already.
1: But even in this movie, going in and seeing what Michael survived in the past, it's safe to assume that there's going to be more to the story. But it does yes. work as a standalone.
0: Yeah. If you did not know that there would be a trilogy, if you had not seen anything else with Michael Myers, you could be like, oh, wow, he's definitely dead. That's it. Which is what I think with our characters
1: we... believe, and knowing what we know now, because it is 2021 when we're reviewing this rather than 2018, we're going to pick up next week. We'll leave it on that yeah, cliffhanger, because, next because week? honestly, that's how this movie ends, and that's how the movie treats what this trilogy feels like, how it's going to treat all of its movies, is just one really long story.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great way to end this. That's awesome. So, before we get going, Colin, what would you rate this movie?
1: So, Halloween 2 is my favorite of the Halloween movies. I think it is great in how cheesy it can be, how fun it is, and how off the walls it can be. But, Mm -hmm. I think this is the better movie, and I rate this as a 4.5.
0: Okay, cool. So, my first two, I think I gave a 3 and a 3.5. Respectively to one and two. This one, I'm going to keep going up. I'm going to give this one a four because this one out of the three is my favorite one. I'll definitely watch it again. This movie's wild. It's brutal, suspenseful, it's absurd, but it's also got like those nice comedic moments to kind of make you feel happy for a split second. Yeah. Just to <laughs> pull it away from you, just like that. And there are a lot of nice callbacks to the previous Halloween movies. Lots of nice, oh, I Easter only eggs, mentioned a handful of them. All of them. there's like, yeah.
1: many more. Oh, yeah, no, Um, this movie is fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to Halloween Kills.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to watch it this week. So, like we said, we will be talking about Halloween Kills next week, so tune in next week for that. If there's anything that we either missed or that you wanted us to talk about, or there were parts in the movie that you really liked, please let us know that. If you liked what you heard today, please rate us five stars on wherever you're listening to this. We'd love to get that rating from you. Give um, a comment, give us some feedback...
1: And if you didn't um, enjoy what you heard today, Michael Myers is walking towards you, so make sure to walk at least at a brisk pace.
0: Yeah, walk a little faster than he does in order to stay safe. And you know what? Uh, um, still
1: go give us that five-star rating. There's new episodes of Other Brothers Podcast every Tuesday.
0: Yeah. If you have any ideas for things that we can review in the future, you can let us know those on Twitter, at Other Bros Pod. I've been Colin. I've been John.
1: All right. We'll see you next time, guys.
0: All right. See you guys.